Welcome into America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Advisory services offered through the Retirement Guys Formula. Registered Investment Advisor, America's Retirement Headquarters, America's Medicare Associates, and the Retirement Guys Formula are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Good morning, and thanks for joining us here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. 419-794-3030 is the number. That's 419-794-3030 and online, americasretirementheadquarters.com. My name is Chris Swan. We appreciate you joining us. Like I said, I'm joined uh, normally every week with uh, Nolan Baker and Scott Kirshner. This week, I'm joined with uh, two Scots, Scott Kirshner and Mr. Scott Osborne. Glad to be with you guys. How are you this week? Yeah, we're doing well. I want to welcome Scott to the show. Uh, it's kind of crazy. I'm normally Scott O because of my middle name, but uh, he's got to be Scott O now. No, we're doing well. Eh? We, uh, you know, it's crazy. I think our last show, we talked a little bit about how we got five, six inches of snow. Mm-hmm. Last Wednesday was in the 80s, and uh, Wednesday <laughs> and Thursday were like, uh, or Tuesday and Wednesday was like 80 and 75 degrees. So it's crazy. Northwest Ohio weather, that's how it is. But uh, welcome, Scott. Yeah, it's good to be here. You know, it's funny, we referenced it last week, the weather is kind of unpredictable. It's a good metaphor for retirement because you want those sunny days, you want those great days, but there's going to be snow, there's going to be rain, and you need to have a plan, you need to develop for it to know for whatever may come down the line, because the markets and, and life in general can be as unpredictable as the weather. So it is important to have that game plan put together. And again, the number to reach out to America's Retirement Headquarters, 419-794-3030. But let's jump into the meat of this week's show. When it comes to retirement planning, it seems that there's something special about the decade of your 60s. Money Magazine actually says between the ages 59 and a half and 72 is the only time in your life when there are absolutely zero rules when it comes to IRAs. Now, it seems impossible that there are zero rules with an IRA, but how do we take advantage of that time frame? Well, you know, that's actually a great question, and I'm going to throw this over to Scott. But, you know, for me, between 59 and a half and 72, well, I am the 59 and a half, so hearing no rules... Uh, that's kind of fun to hear again, but uh, Scott, you know, I'm going to throw this at you and you let us know what we got to do about this. And like you said, I mean, imagine it with no rules. I mean, it's not quite that uh, liberal, I'll say. I mean, we do have uh, still some contribution limits mm-hmm. and income limits and things of that nature. But I think the big thing is, is in terms of withdrawals, that's where, you know, it's really up to the retiree, so to speak. What are they going to do with that money in that time frame? Because we know, especially in those tax-deferred accounts uh, with a traditional IRA, that before 59 and a half, with a couple exclusions, you're not really allowed to access that money without penalty. Mm-hmm. And then after 72, you know, the IRS is sick of waiting to get paid. Uh, so we have required minimum distributions that kick in. And so now we got to start taking those RMDs out and paying our tax bill. Um, so this time frame from 59 and a half to 72, it really is what I call the sweet spot for implementing a lot of financial advice, I'll say. You know, you can go into retirement and a lot of the folks we see around the office, I say, you know, with a lot of the planning that we do, it's for some of them, it's not really the difference between success or failure. For many of them, it's the difference between doing a mediocre job with what they have and doing you know, the best they can with the sure. things they can control in their in, in their plan. So many folks, when they're coming to see us, you know, they're not, I'd say, at, at risk of running out of money, per se. Some folks are, but most folks, you know, they have a decent-sized nest egg that they've worked hard for over a 30- or 40-year career, and they want to make sure that they're doing the best they can with what they have. And 
we'll talk about a couple ideas to think about in this time frame. But, you know, to illustrate the point, uh, I was just talking to a couple this morning about it. What we realized was, hey, if we can make, you know, a one or two percent difference and compound that over 30 years, mm -hmm. that's a significantly different impact mm -hmm. to your, you know, I'll say final nest egg amount. And, you know, that one or 2% impact, you know, we're not talking about trying to chase investment performance. I mean, all things being equal, we can still make a percentage impact or a 2% impact looking at some different strategies out there. That might be social security timing. That might be, you know, doing some more advanced tax planning or some, you know, managing of charitable giving strategies. Um, I mean, it might be reducing uh, expense ratios in your investments. You know, I read a report earlier this week from Investopedia saying that the average expense ratio is 0.5% to 0.75% in the average consumer's portfolio. Wow. So, I mean, if we can, you know, cut that in half, which, you know, normally you can easily do and compound that over 30 years, that can make a significant difference. So I think it's important to think about some of the major planning, I'll say, work streams that you need to look at from age 59 and a half to 72. I mean, obviously the investments are there. We want to make sure we're doing the best we can with what we have. That's kind of independent of age. But when we look at social security planning, you know, most people plan on working to their full retirement age or waiting until full retirement age. And then mm -hmm. they say, Hey, I know I can get a little bit more by waiting, but I'll just uh, take it at full retirement age. Cause that's what my social security statement says. But you know, when we start running the numbers and you say, well, we can get a 24% increase if we wait a couple more years and take it at age 70. So that's nice. But what does that manifest in? Obviously, it manifests in a higher net income. But the remaining, you know, 20 years plus after drawing that, that's that much less the person has to draw on their portfolio. So when you think of those assets staying in the portfolio and increasing the compounding base, again, over a 20 or 30 year period, the math can just get staggering over what the difference is. And again, if we can make a 2% difference, you know, over 30 years on $100,000, that's the difference between $800,000 at the end or the difference up to $1.3 million in the end, just by making those small incremental changes. Sure. And you know, Scott, I know um, I went to a few of your seminars. You and Nolan put on um, the Social Security seminars and go over optimizing running optimization reports in your social security and actually nolan and i have even talked about that in prior shows and um what you guys do and how you go through that it's not the same for everybody you have to make sure that what you're looking at with your social security works best for you and i think one of the things that i with medicare what i talk to clients and they ask well what's the good time you know i don't have that time frame to throw at you because i quite frankly it does i don't know and it neither do they so it really depends on what is best for them in everybody's situation is different. Didn't they change required minimum distributions from 70 to 72 recently? Yeah, that came out with the SECURE Act like in 2019. It okay. was uh, yeah. from 70 and a half to 72. So they, they did okay. bump it back a little bit there. But yeah, I mean, you're 100% right on the Social Security piece. I mean, more times than not, if you're running the numbers, even on the statement, it's going to pay more per month to defer. But that doesn't mean that that's what's best for you either. Right. Um, you know, I have a client who's 67. He's the only living family member from his parents or brothers that lived to see 60, period. Oh, wow. Oh, well. And that's out of seven other people in his bloodline. So for him, 
you know, he was having some concerns about waiting. So, you know, yeah, let's take it now. Absolutely. Because there is a break-even point, right? When you delay, mm-hmm. it means we're going to break even later. So, I mean, there's a trade-off to everything. But for him, it made sense, I think, from even his mindset and his, you know, peace around the decision-making to go do it. And it wasn't going to blow up their plan. So that was a trade-off that, you know, we're all willing to make as far as the numbers go. So sure. there's that that qualitative side to it, too, where we got to look at not just the numbers as well when we're making these decisions. So, I think another um, uh, misunderstanding that a lot of people have is they equate retirement with taking Social Security. And a lot of people say, well, my full retirement, because, I mean, okay, listen to it. My full retirement age is 66 and three months or four months or whatever it happens to be for them. So now, oh my gosh, in order for me to take Social Security at my full retirement, that means I have to retire. That doesn't mean that at all. Yeah. You can retire and not take Social Security. Right. I mean, if you can financially, if you're financially in a position to do that, it's in your best interest to wait till 70 and retire and enjoy yourself if you've set yourself up to do so. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's where, again, it comes down to every person's individual case. So let's say you wanted to retire after 59 and a half. Um, I do. Good. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Right Right after 59 and a half, you want to retire. But, you know, a lot of people are sitting there waiting because they're like, well, I don't want to pay all these premiums for health care until I get on Medicare at 65. So it might be something where we map out, especially if you're working with somebody a few years in advance and you can plan for this. Hey, let's make sure that we're socking up a a, a little short term pile of cash that we're going to live off of while we live off the cash. We're going to keep our you know, income, our, our ordinary income on our tax return mm-hmm. at a lower level mm-hmm. to get some of the healthcare premium credits that are out there. And then once we get to Medicare, then we can start looking at, okay, now let's continue to live off of some of that cash and we'll do some Roth conversions again, keeping that income low sure. and paying our income tax on these tax deferred assets at a lower tax bracket. Again, you know, we could talk endlessly about the mechanics behind it, but at the end of the day, you know, you got to look at your individual situation. What do you have coming in from pensions, Social Security, all those different income sources that are going to come at you in retirement? And what are the options available to you and figure out how to optimize it? And that, there again, you know, we've even had other uh, shows and you can find those on our YouTube channel and podcasts. Yeah, all those podcasts. But, um, you know, we've talked about the importance of having an advisor and hiring the right advisor for you and in Scott, what you were just talking about is exactly the reason why you do that, to go through all of these scenarios and to make sure that what you're doing is the right thing for you in your situation. Yeah. And I think, you know, when it comes down to the final act of implementing advice, I mean, you want to have confidence in the advice that you're implementing. So there's a ton of different inputs that come into your retirement plan. And somebody's got to be driving that process. Now, it could be you, and that's completely fine. But, you know, obviously you want to know that you have the confidence and the, the knowledge to be driving that process. And if nobody's driving it, then it's getting driven by itself. And again, it might not result in failure, but the odds of that manifesting in, in optimal results mm-hmm. with the things that you can control is probably not likely. There are so many factors out there in retirement that are beyond our control, what the market is going to do, what the tax rates are going to be in the future. So 
it is imperative to go ahead and take control of the things that we can, Social Security and how to properly claim that. Maybe going ahead and considering paying your taxes now and not having to worry about that later. Take those tax-deferred vehicles and shift them over methodically over, over the course of time. It really depends on your situation and the plan that works for your neighbor or for your brother, unless you guys have the exact same dreams and the exact same medical history and, well, you guys are the same person. It's probably not going to be the same. So it is important to have a plan customized for you and your spouse to take care of your retirement dreams. And that is where America's Retirement Headquarters, that is where the Retirement Guys formula really comes into play. To get started, to sit down and speak with them, all you have to do is pick up the phone, give a call, 419-794-3030. See what these steps are that you can take right now if you're in that sweet spot between 59 and a half and 72. You know, like Scott O said there, 1% difference, 2% difference may not seem like a lot. But think about, you know, if you're backing out of the driveway and your alignment is off by 1%, it's not going to make a huge difference. But if you're headed to the West Coast, you're headed to LA and there's a 1% veering, you know, you're probably going to end up in Canada or in the Gulf of Mexico or something over the course of that distance. So it does add up, it does compound over time. So developing a plan to make sure that, again, you can control what you can control. 419-794-3030 or online, americasretirementheadquarters.com. You heard Scott K. Is gonna, you heard Scott. I'm just going to say Scott mentioned a second ago. <laughs> uh, available via podcast as well. Just look for America's Retirement Headquarters on Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever your podcast medium is of choice. This is America's Retirement Headquarters here on uh, News Radio 1370 WSPD and 92.9 FM. Got to step aside for just a second. Phone lines are open right now. We'll be right back. We're caught in a trap. I can't walk out. The topic of retirement brings up a lot of different emotions. For some, it's exciting. For others, it's terrifying. Many of us are just trying to keep our heads down and hang on to our jobs until we get there. But that doesn't mean we don't worry about it. Nolan Baker and his team at America's Retirement Headquarters see the worries about retirement every day. The worries about the stock market and recessions and getting sick and whether your money will last. Not only can they help you retire in the future, but they can also help you retire your worries today. Give them a call at 419-794-3030 and schedule a meeting meeting to discuss your thoughts and concerns about retirement. It's a chance for you to get some opinion and insight about what's on your mind. Maybe it's a first step to retire your worries about retirement. That's 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Here's the story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold like their mother. I want to wish a very happy birthday to Jan, the middle Brady daughter, actress Eve Plum, celebrating her 63rd birthday this week. Here's something you may not know. When she got the role of Jan Brady, Eve bought a Malibu beach house for $55,000, and she actually held on to it until 2016 when she finally sold it for nearly $4 million. Pretty good return on investment, I would say. Welcome back to America's wow. Retirement Headquarters. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, 419-794-3030 is the number. It's 419-794-3030 and online, americasretirementheadquarters.com. So despite the pandemic and all the problems that it's caused, you've decided that this year is the year you want to retire. So what can you do to make sure you're on track and stay on track financially? The Motley Fool put together a guide highlighting some important personal finance topics, and I'm curious to get your guys' take on this. Do you agree with them? Do you disagree with them? Or is there anything that you would add to the list? 55000 for a Malibu beach home. Mm-hmm. And four million—that's a pretty good return yeah, on investment. Absolutely. So that is one thing that I would advise: uh, get into real estate, <laughs> buy low, sell high, right? And that's what you do. That's the whole thing, right, Scott? <laughs> buy low, sell high. 
I, I think ideally, but I just have to say, I blacked out for a second when you were talking about the sale price, because all I could think of was the capital gains rate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> In the state of California, so state tax, yeah, right. capital gains is taxed as ordinary income. Mm -hmm. so, oh my gosh. Ouch. Yeah, didn't yeah. get to keep all that, I'm sure. No, yeah. not at all, not at all. Well, you bring up a really good questions there. You know, one of the things, if your your intentions are to retire, you know what, let's pull a trigger. This pandemic is frustrating me. I'm, it's time to retire. Let's do it. There's several things, and I do have the article in front of me from The Motley Fool. Um, one of them that obviously tops the list is one of my uh, near and dear to me is healthcare cost. Healthcare cost is something that in your retirement years, if you don't properly plan and prepare for that, could break the bank, so to speak. A 65-year-old couple retiring today, uh, you're looking at paying roughly $285,000 over the life of your retirement mm. in healthcare costs. Now that takes a large chunk of that uh, uh, nest egg, uh, kind of cracks a few of the eggs in there, so yeah. to speak. And uh, that's a big one. But one of the things that um, Scott O was talking about earlier, um, he put his healthcare hat on. I didn't know he had one of those, but he, he was talking about the um, premium tax credits. And one of the things that we work really well together is, is helping clients prepare for and making sure their income is at a level what they, if they retire at 59 and a half, they can actually use some of their uh, income to their advantage or lack thereof and get premium tax credits. But one thing that you mentioned was over a 30 year period, one of the things out there is HSA accounts. So if you're 35 years old and you maximize your HSA contribution over the 30 year period, you could have enough money in your health savings account to pay for all of your premiums and any unforeseen health crisis that may come up. So I encourage you to establish an HSA account if you have a high qualified health plan early on. That money is yours once it's put into the HSA account and it is tax-free money. So that's one area where you can uh, help prepare for that retirement by socking money away into a, a health savings account. You know, the other thing to, to keep in mind is inflation. Inflation, actually, a million-dollar investment today versus a million-dollar investment in 30 years, it's not going to be worth the same amount. Yeah, and that's what we really have to look at. And, what, like, what are you solving for exactly. in retirement? Most folks are solving for the best possible net income. And net income represents purchasing power. So if your net income was $5,000 a month last month, and it's $5,000 a month this month, but the price of lumber went up by 20%, mm -hmm. you can't buy as much for your home improvement project mm -hmm. as you used to. Exactly right. And so that purchasing power discussion is tough because it's over the long haul. It's, right. it's death by a thousand cuts, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, the financial industry is just full of jargon to talk about, well, we got to look at the rate of real return and things of that nature. And all that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But you got to start looking at, okay, if I'm going to withdraw 4% of my portfolio and my purchasing power is decreasing by, you know, 2 to 3% of inflation per year, it drives different thought processes around 
-hmm. How do I need to be invested to make sure that my money not only lasts in the account balance on the statement, but also the purchasing power is what I need it to be when I need it to be there. Sure. Absolutely. You know, it's kind of like Jan Brady, you know, the $55,000 initial investment in the 4 million, it kind of plays into the same thing, the appreciation of real estate, but look back in when the bubble burst, I mean, you could buy homes really, really low. So a lot of things you need to take into account when it comes to that. You know, we talk about social security benefits. Do you take it at 62? You know, the gentleman you were talking about that um, he's the only survivor and he's 67 years old. And, you know, the genetics is saying take it early. You know, that comes into play as well. You know, Social Security benefits, which we talk about. And like I mentioned before, we have the meetings that we put on to Social Security and we run the optimization reports and we let you know what's going to work out best for you. But then there's three other scenarios. Like a best case scenario, you have enough money saved up to retire. Well, if that's you, you have enough money saved up to retire, pull a trigger, retire. Yeah, it's fantastic. You've got money sitting aside. You've probably prepared for it. Go ahead, enjoy your retirement years. But then the middle case scenario, and this is where most people fall. I I don't know, Scott, if you would agree. I think you probably would. But the middle scenario is where people don't necessarily have enough to retire on to live like they are currently living, but they want to pull that trigger and they've got some money saved up, but it's not going to get them that monthly income that they were living on before. And I think most people kind of fall into that middle case scenario. So maybe put off retirement for a few more years, heavily invest into your accounts that you've got established, you know, sock some money away into the HSA accounts and put off retirement for a little bit. Yeah. And I guess the way I would say it is it comes down to what's the plan as well. Sure. What are you trying to accomplish? Absolutely. Because if you could live off of a little bit less income and work part time for five years, then maybe you can retire from this 60 hour a week job. That's absolutely right. That's where it all comes back to the plan as the foundation. Yeah. One of the things we do when we uh, sit down with a client is we go through a needs analysis, uh, you know, with life insurance. If you've ever taken a life insurance policy out, people, uh, and there's a needs analysis on how much life insurance do you need? Well, we kind of do that interview process with clients as well. And, and at the end of the day, like you said, Scott, it comes down to what do you want your retirement to look like? I yeah, mean, yeah, I mean, it, and there's a lot to it, right? I mean, what's your risk tolerance? If you're dead set on your money only being in CDs at the bank, you probably need a little bit more money, right? Because you're not willing to take the risk. And that's okay. That's you. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but at least have some confidence behind the decision making around, hey, we're going to go low risk, but it means we're going to get low return on the long run. We run the numbers and hey, we're comfortable with where we're at. Yeah, absolutely. And then we look at the worst case scenario. The worst case scenario is you haven't properly prepared for whatever reason, whether it's not putting the money away, the budget didn't call for um, putting as much money away as you wanted. But the worst case scenario is you don't have enough to retire. And, and at that point, you may not have any other choice but to continue to work and establish some retirement at that point. You know, we talked in a prior show about running out of money. The fear is I'm 
totally broke, I have no money. Well, that's not really necessarily the case because you always are going to have Social Security. Whatever that amount is for you, you'll always have some money coming in. But um, it's never too late. Uh, would you not agree, Scott? It's never too late to actually start putting money away. Yeah, I just think of, you know, Colonel Hal Moore from the movie We Were Soldiers where he says there's always one more thing you can do. Yeah, there you go. I mean, and it's so true. Like, no matter where you're at or what you're working on, you can do more. You know, if your back's against the wall, you know, you can start to bail yourself out. It's probably not the first time you've been there and you're still here. Sure. Get on it. Yep, exactly. A few of the other items, you know, annuities, you can look at annuities. If you are properly invested you can retire early if that fits your plan. Taxes in retirement. Scott, you mentioned earlier in the first segment about the taxes in retirement. And those are important to make your money work for you and, and pay as little as you can on taxes. But you owe it to yourself to sit down with someone who can properly prepare you and you go through your end game, so to speak, and make sure that the money you've got put aside is gonna work for you with whatever your desires are in retirement. And I love the thought of bouncing ideas off of other people, right? Sure. So, I mean, even our, the golf pro at my golf club still has a swing coach. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he's got his PGA card, you know what I mean? And he still has a swing coach. Yep. So, I mean, there's value even, you know, at a high level of competence in these topics to bounce ideas of, off of other people. It's never a bad idea to get a second opinion, regardless of what you're doing. Just, you know, again, uh, like we said before, that measure twice cut one sort of scenario. Mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned, you know, it's never too early. We, we talked about it in the first segment, never too early to really start planning for retirement. There are things you can do where if you have more time on your side, it could be more advantageous. But it's also certainly never too late to start planning for retirement. If you've kicked that can down the road and you don't think it's going to happen, well, have that conversation, figure out, yes, there may be more steps you need to take along the way before you can pull the trigger on retirement. But it is better to go ahead and know about that now and figure out what the game plan is to get you to that goal at the end of the day. And the first step to do so, scheduling a time to speak with America's Retirement Headquarters, 419-794-3030 is the number, online, americasretirementheadquarters.com. And again, you can always check them out online via YouTube, a lot of informational videos there as well, and via podcast also. One last time, the number, 419-794-3030. We want to thank you so much for joining us this week here on America's Retirement Headquarters. Scott K., always glad to be with you as always. Uh, Scott, oh, thanks for joining us. And uh, as we wrap up, I want to leave you guys with the final word. Well, once again, thank you to all the listeners. Uh, thank you, Scott, for stepping in and uh, on kind of short notice here. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and uh, invest heavily. <laughs> America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787.